0: What up, Hashcrimers? Hello! How is everyone?
1: (laughs) Rhetorical question. I
0: know, right? (laughs) Alright, so Monica's going to start us off today with her messed up guy. I
1: have to redeem myself from last week because (laughs) I feel like I just recovered like a day ago. That was a rough one for me, but it happens. It's fine. It's fine. So, this week I had Richard Francis Cottingham. Cottingham. Every, so he had like a ton of like documentaries and stuff, and all of them were British. So, they were all like Cottingham. So, I feel like in my head his name isn't even like Cottingham anymore. It's like Cottingham. Like that's, okay. So, um, he was pretty well known. He was known as the Torso Killer and as the Times Square Ripper. Um, obviously they like didn't know who he was while it was happening, but like he was fucking brutal. Like he was all over the place. So he grew up, um, he was born in November of uh, 1946. Um, he was from New Jersey and he was operating in New York between 1967 and 1980, um, so the reason he was called the torso killer was because he fucking dismembered a ton of his bodies. Uh, like, yeah, like, he was disgusting. He was gruesome with them. Like, he mostly... He would he would leave everything except for the... Like, he would cut everything off but leave the torso. Like, it was fucked up. Um, that was the only thing that you could even, like, tell what it was because he just, like, went to town on everything. Yeah. He later said in all these interviews and stuff that the only reason he did that um was for identification purposes, but a lot of his victims were prostitutes and stuff. And I also feel like in like the documentaries that I watched a lot of serial killer like specialists and like psychologists and stuff interview him and they think that it's like that was just part of like the rage. Like yeah. there's more to it that even he realizes. So um he was born in November of nineteen forty six. Um, so officially he's only killed nine people, but he claims between 85 and a hundred, which Joel and I were just talking about is such a weird pattern with like serial killers. Like they're, even if they're convicted of like 15 or 20 and they're like sentenced to life or like even execution, let's say like, I feel like 90% of them, at least the ones that we've been through they're all like, oh, no, there's so many more. And it's like, yeah, I fucking believe it. Like, I, te- I believe it. It's fucking crazy. Right. So he had a pretty average childhood, um, born lower middle class um, in New York City. He was, he was in the Bronx. Um, he was the first of three children. So whenever he was 12, they moved to New Jersey. And he graduated from high school. No huge problems. Uh, they interviewed a bunch of people that went to high school with him. And they said that he was kind of crude talking about women, but he wasn't really um, anything special. Like, he wasn't, he didn't get into fights, or so like, he didn't really have issues growing up. Like, he was on the track team, blah, blah, blah. So, once he graduated high school, um, he worked for his father at a life insurance company, And then he also took computer classes while he was doing that. And he became a pretty successful, like, computer guy. Like, he had a good job. Don't trust the
0: ones that work
1: at Life Insurance. Right. Right. So he was a, he ended up being a computer operator and a pretty well-liked employee at the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association in New York. um, From 1966 until literally, like, the day of his arrest. So No no red flags at work. Um, he had, so in May of 1970, he married his wife and then they had three kids. Um, so his killing spree started. The first known one is 1967. Again, he claims to have murdered about a hundred people. So nobody knows exactly when it started except for him and he's not giving out much information people are actually going and trying to like, get him info out of him still and he's kind of holding back and no one knows if he's just like manipulating the situation or if he's actually gonna tell you know so it's a risk you have to take if that's the info you want you know right. so his first known one would be the 19- in 1967 her name was Nancy Shavaya Vogel She was a 29-year-old married mother of two. She was strangled, and her nude-bound body was found in a car in nearby Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. That's really fucked up. Yeah. So that's the first time they, like, found... That's the first time that a body that he had killed was found. And it's, like, confirmed that that was one of his killings. Um, And then in 1979... So that's a big gap again. And isn't that crazy? I feel like that's a pattern with a lot of the other guys that I've had, too. Yeah. Is, like, their first known one is, like, A, and then, like, 12 years later.
0: Yeah, that's weird. That's really
1: weird, actually. Yeah, like, do they maybe do feel like some sort of a guilt or, like, some sort of way about it? I don't know. So then, 1979, a fireman in New York responded to an alarm in a hotel near Times Square. Uh, they forced their way inside to put out the fire, and they found two corpses. This is where it gets fucked up. Both bodies had their hands bound. Oh, no. Had their hands and heads removed. Hands and heads. They had been doused with lighter fluid and set on fire. The missing body parts were never found. Um, he later said that he would just, like, dump the parts in, like, a river, or just, like, fucking throw a hand and foot away, like, whatever. That's crazy. One of the victims was identified as Didi Gudarzi, 22, an immigrant from Kuwait who was working as a sex worker. And you have to remember that in New York City in the 60s, it was way different than it is now. Like, it was way more widely accepted to be a sex worker. Yeah. Like, there were just people outside. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, people weren't getting arrested for being a prostitute. People didn't. Second guess getting into a car with someone, you know, right. until all this started happening, obviously. Right. But so, um, the other corpse was never identified. Homicide detectives linked the murder with that of the murder of a teenager named Helen Sykes, who had gone missing from Times Square in January, 1979. Oh, shit. So, Times Square was kind of freaking out, and, like, it was known that there was someone out there that was doing that. Like, people right. were afraid. Um, the craziest part about this, though... I probably should say this at the end, but I'm too afraid I'm going to forget. One of those ladies that was found in in the burning room mm-hmm. um, with the heads and hands removed, the Dee, Dee lady. So she had had a child at one point, And it was a, she gave it up like it was adopted before any of this happened. And later in life, the daughter was trying to figure out who her mom was and she had figured it out. By the time she found out, her mom had already been killed by a serial killer. Which, like, what the fuck? But so she actually befriended him, and she's one of the ones like the advocates that are trying to get him to give info to the families of the other victims to give them closure. Hmm. Isn't that wild?
0: It's crazy. It's
1: crazy. Um, so. And then 1980, police found a body of 19-year-old Valerie Ann Street in the Quality Inn. So his thing was kind of like hotel rooms and shit. He would, like, take them there, torture them for a little bit, murder them, and then fucking cut them up. And then it started escalating. So this lady was covered in bite marks and beaten across the shins. Uh, She died of asphyxiation, and traces of adhesive tape were found on her mouth. This murder was linked to an earlier murder in the same hotel. So they did start linking murders together especially this one because he fucking went back to the same motel which means that he was like relit like people are oh they're so stupid and it's like no they just like needed to add that component to get off the way they had to get off right it's a fucking addiction it's crazy so um 26 year old radiologist marianne carr was found brutally beaten near the same hotel but they couldn't positively link the crimes um, and then on May 15th, Gene Reiner was stabbed to death in the historic Seville Hotel. Uh, in 2020, he admitted to killing three additional women. Okay, well, I guess I should talk about the arrest. So the last time that this happened, that he was trying to kill someone, he went back to that same fucking motel. <laughs> so for a third time, because it it's that high where... If right. you're that narcissistic, you think that you're... Not only are you, like, the smartest person, you're the smartest person no matter where you go.
0: Right.
1: Um, so I think that's part of it where it's kind of like that smug attitude of I'm going to get away with it no matter what, you know? Right. Gross. Fucking gross. So... um, And I can't think of what the... What her name was. Dang it. Sorry, guys. But so... She was a prostitute. He had her. There was a scuffle. And obviously the fucking motel is, like, aware of what to do in situations like this. Because it's fucking happened there. They found bodies in their hotel twice. You know, hello. So they called and they had somebody go up and check. It took a few moments to have somebody come to the door. They both came to the door. The woman was obviously in front of him. And they said is everything okay and she was instructed because she had a knife to her side to say like yeah everything's fine but she started rapidly moving her um eyes from side to side like left to right meaning no like she gave them that signal so they called the police when the police got there he had tried to flee the scene he had his duffel bag full of fucking handcuffs uh stuff to bind people all like very obvious fucking murder shit he couldn't talk his way out of it so they take him in the and they interrogate him. The only thing he'll say is, I seem to have a problem with women. It's the only <laughs> statement he made. Fucking, right. you think? Yeah,
0: right. Um, what gave you that idea? Yeah,
1: so um, he goes to jail. He's in there for life. All these people go and start interviewing him. The shit that this guy has to say, like. So so even like the court trials. Okay, okay. Missed a big spot here. He's in <laughs> court for the fucking crimes. Yeah. Like he's going to jail for the five fucking murders that they can absolutely prove. You're fine. I think it was I think it was like a spiderweb. I don't know what it was. I think right. it was a spider web. So he's in court. He decides that he wants to be a witness, a character witness for himself, which They're going to fucking cross-examine you. Thank God the prosecutor was so fucking awesome. He was so smart and he knew exactly how to play him off. He wanted to go up there because he thinks he's on... This fucking serial killer, Richard, thinks that he's smarter than everyone else, even at his own goddamn trial. So he wants to go up there and make his own case because he thinks there's no way he's not going to win because he's so fucking smart, you know?
0: Right.
1: So the prosecutor only asked him questions that he could not deny. He only stated facts. Did you or did you not have handcuffs in your duffel bag? Did you or did you not have this pill that was used to drug somebody in a different case? Did you or did you not have this that we can link to this case? He had every item that tied him to all five of those murders in the same bag. Fleeing the scene of that happening. Weird. So at one point he gets frustrated. And he fucking throws his coat over the officer next to him and runs out the goddamn courtroom. (laughs) He just nopes out. Like, he's like, oh, okay, bye. And in that (coughs) moment, it's like, do you think he was, like, having a... Like, he was almost telling himself about himself where it's like, you're not all that? Or do you think he was just like, oh, I'll just... Like, do you think that was a moment of realization that, like, oh, fuck, I'm not that smart? Or that was like a, oh, fuck... I fucked up. You know what I mean?
0: I have no clue.
1: That's just funny, though. They checked out. I'm good. (laughs) I had, like, an Aldi's issue (laughs) earlier. (laughs) We're okay. So, it was just fucked up. So, then he goes to jail. They do all these interviews and stuff, especially with this lady that is one of his victim's daughter, who... Like it was her biological mother, but she wasn't raised by her, which is probably the only way that she's able to be friends with him because she can separate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in all of these interviews, all he says is like, Oh, it's just a power trip. It's just absolute power. Like that's all that's all anything is that's all that's behind any serial killer, like I'm telling you right now, it's a power trip. I knew I could do it, I was in charge of their life. That's why we take trophies, blah 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 blah. Right. So when they went through his house And you know how he said he killed, like, 100 people, whatever? Yeah. One of the things that convicted him was that he had items of all five of those women in his home as trophies. You know, if if you didn't kill kill Mary Sue Ellen, why do you have her pearl necklace? You know, it was one of the few missing links that tied everything together. Hundreds of pieces of women's jewelry and trinkets. Oh, Jesus. So, so obviously and like yeah. they're unidentified like they don't know whose they were but it's like why can't they just like fucking take a picture of every item and put it on something and be like you recognize this yeah or do you think the public would just lose their goddamn mind probably yeah be fun though
0: yeah that's crazy
1: but so that was my guy he looks like fucking santa claus It's really disheartening. (laughs) But we I didn't get drunk this week, so... Up top! Did it. All right, Joel, you ready for your guy?
0: Yeah. So, I have one of my personal favorite serial killers. Eileen Wuornos. Which... Is also known as the prostitute killer. And she's. I think
1: we're supposed to say street workers now, right? Yeah, I just, but. I a burden
0: on my favorite murderer. I
1: feel like we should, like, abide by Like, it's family.
0: supposed to be sex workers, but. All the when research. It was
1: into yeah.
0: Them. All the. Like. Okay. Can't call her the sex worker killer. Like, well, that doesn't sound. Sa- you know no, what I mean?
1: No, you're right. You're right.
0: So. So, no offense to sex workers, but I am going to use prostitute. <laughs> okay, so, Eileen Warnos was born February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. Um, her Finnish mother, Diane Warnes was 14 years old when she married Eileen's English-American father. And his name was Leo Pittman. How old was he? He was 16. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So, and they got married in 1954. Eileen's older brother, Keith, he was born in 1955. And then after two years of marriage and two months before Eileen was born... Diane filed for divorce Um So Eileen's never met her Father as he was Incarcerated Whenever she was younger Um And he was convicted Of sex crimes against children So Yeah he actually Committed suicide in prison January 30th, 1969. So she was only, you know, how old was she? About 13.
1: Oh my God. But
0: she didn't know him, so. Yeah, but. Yeah. So in 1960, when Eileen was four, Diane abandoned her kids, leaving them with their maternal grandparents. So she just like, parents. yep, she just took the, them to her parents' house and it was like, more bye. Often than you would think, yeah, Yeah. oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It. Um. Both were alcoholics who legally adopted Keith and Eileen, but, uh, they adopted Keith and Eileen. So, by age 11... Eileen was engaging in sexual activities for cigarettes, drugs, and food. Like... So,
1: to survive. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Mm. Um...
1: What's her first name again?
0: Eileen. Eileen, yeah. Uh, she had also engaged in sexual activities with her brother.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah. Had some spice. Yeah,
0: Ooh, yep. Um... Eileen also accused her grandfather of rape, um, and at the age of 14 she became pregnant after being raped by one of her grandfather's accomplices.
1: Oh my god, no! Yes,
0: yeah, so... She gave birth to a boy at a home for unwed mothers on March twenty third, nineteen seventy one. That fucked up that, that even
1: like used to be a thing. A home for unwed mothers.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. Like that out. was
1: the problem.
0: Yeah.
1: That you were unwed. When you were, not that you were like sixteen. However old she was, but that yeah, you were unwed 14, when that was happening. Yeah. 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 Okay. All
0: right. So, And um. That child was placed up for adoption. Obviously. Um, a few months after that, Eileen dropped out of school, and her grandmother died of liver disease, or liver failure, because she was an alcoholic. Um, so, at age 15, her grandfather kicked her out of the house, and she started prostituting to support herself, and she actually lived in the woods right behind the house (laughs) so
1: how was nobody prosecuted if she was literally gave birth to a child that she was like raped by her grandfather's fucking friend i don't know
0: they might have been it doesn't it didn't really say
1: but obviously she was if that happened but it's to say she's back with the grandpa like obviously no he kicked her out at 15 but that was after she gave birth to the baby but
0: the grandmother was still there that's why she was still there Okay. And then the grandmother died and he kicked her out. Got it. Um so at the age of 18, <laughs> Eileen was arrested for a DUI disorderly conduct. And firing a twenty-two caliber from a moving vehicle. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Like. Well,
1: she got her hands on a fucking gun and a car somehow. And booze by 18. So, I mean, hey.
0: Yeah. I Uh. mean. And, um. She was later charged. a
1: pretty savvy bitch to me at this point. Yeah,
0: right. She's pretty fucking great. Uh, she was later charged with failure to appear. So, in 1976, Eileen hitchhiked to Florida, where she met 69-year-old Ooh. yacht club president Whoa. Lewis Fell. Oh. And they were married quickly after. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stepping up your game, bitch. Yep. Yeah. However, <laughs> this is where it gets good um however eileen involved herself in confrontations at their local bar and she went to jail briefly for assault um she she, well just because she was like getting into confrontations and shit she also hit fell with his own cane leading him to get a restraining order
1: Um, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it.
0: <laughs> I was saving I it know. for later. I had a nerd in my beard, <laughs> I didn't
1: know how else to do it, so I just took a picture.
0: Of him him. <laughs> um, okay, so after she hit him with his cane, he got a restraining order against her. And within weeks of the marriage... And that was within weeks of the marriage. Um, So then she returned to Michigan, where on July 14th, 1976, she was arrested and charged with assault and um, disturbing the peace (laughs) for throwing a cue ball at the bartender's head. She was one crazy bitch, and she had quite the aim. (laughs) Um. So, July seventeenth. I'm guessing this is also 1976. Her brother died of cancer, Mm. and she received. The one that she hooked up with. Yeah. (laughs) And she received. Yeah. No. (laughs) Um. She received $10,000 in life insurance from him. And then... After that... And she
1: was basically, like, not living a very good... Like, that's a lot for someone like That's a lot for somebody yeah. like me who, like, has a home, you know? That's right. a lot of fucking money.
0: Right. And especially in that time, it was yeah. more than now. Yeah. So... Her and fell, got their marriage annulled after nine weeks. And... This is a 69-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she spent... She spent her money within two months on a new car and some other shit. Wait, and so she's with
1: a 69-year-old. This old-ass fucking rich she man. She
0: got annulled. So their yeah, marriage is annulled.
1: With, yeah, but so she's with this rich fucking man that's 69 mm-hmm. years old it does yacht club shit. Yeah, And then her sister, her brother dies. She gets 10 grand and she's like, fuck you, I have 10 grand. I'm good. I don't need your money.
0: Well, no, because she hit him with his own cane. So he <laughs> got a restraining order against her. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, I missed that part. That makes sense. All
0: yeah. Right. Oh, it was when you were trying to take a picture of the nerd, in my so be. sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I was so distracted. Okay, so she hit him with his own cane, which is also fucking funny. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah, so... Um... After that, she spent the money within two months on a bunch of shit in a new car, and she soon wrecked that car. Then on May 20th, 1981, Eileen was arrested for armed robbery, where she stole $35 and two packs of cigarettes.
1: What? Drugs? That has to be
0: drugs. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean...
1: Okay.
0: It's crazy. She was sentenced to prison May 1982 and was released June 1983. Um, on May 1st, 1984, Eileen was arrested for attempting to pass forged, che- forged checks at a bank in Key West. You
1: probably learned that in fucking jail.
0: Yeah, probably. And then on November 30th, 1985, she was named suspect in a theft... In the theft of a revolver and some ammo, um, then on June fourth, nineteen eighty six, Eileen was arrested in Miami and charged with car theft, resisting arrest, and obstruction of justice for providing her aunt's identification. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? Yeah,
0: yeah. Come on. Um, police found a thirty-eight caliber revolver and a box of ammo in the stolen car. So, I mean, yeah. Be
1: good or be good at it. Grow up.
0: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> Sorry, no, because that's a, where do you go from there? From
0: I mean. where she was.
1: How do you, you know? Yeah. College? okay, so. She's
0: just, she's just going. She's
1: just a wild bitch. I kind of like it. Yeah,
0: she's okay. great. She's so great for now. Let's stop idolizing, yeah. I know. She's (laughs) always been my favorite. Okay, so on June 2nd, 1986, Eileen was questioned after being accused of pulling a gun on a guy in his car after demanding $200. Um... And when the police questioned her, she was carrying spare ammo, and police found a twenty-two pistol under her passenger seat.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Playing around. So, yeah. Around this time, Eileen had met Tyra Moore, which is a hotel maid at a Daytona Beach... and Well, she's a hotel maid, and they met at a Daytona Beach lesbian bar... Um, they moved in together, and Eileen started supporting them with her earnings from prostitution. Um, on July 4th, 1987, Daytona Beach Police detained Eileen and Tyra at a bar where they were accused of assault and battery with a beer bottle.
1: Okay.
0: So they just keep so at it. So bitch is crazy, too? Yeah. Yep, they're both pretty crazy. Um so Eileen murdered seven Johns within 12 months.
1: Here's the thing. It's not okay. You should not kill anyone. No. But I feel like Well, let's hear the situations. Like what what was it like a scuffle was Well, was she doing, like, did she, here's my question. Did she meet the John and think, I'm going to fucking kill this guy? Or did something happen where she was like, I no longer feel safe.
0: No. I'm in danger.
1: Or was she like, oh my God, this guy's fucked up. I just need to kill him because he's too fucked up to be out on the streets. You know, were you in danger? So are you in an actual just no, killer No, Nobody
0: or? really knows what happened except for her. Is she in jail no, she's dead. She got she got lethal injection.
1: And she didn't want to tell anything? She didn't, like, give any info?
0: I mean, any, like, she was... C- into why? She was trying to save her ass, and she claimed that it was
1: self-defense. In all of them. Okay. Okay.
0: In all of them. Okay. S- but there's and no way... The same,
1: here's the thing, though, Joel. Depending on how you were brought up and your fucking traumas, you perceive danger in different ways. So it like let's say you are an abused let's say you're in you're abused by your fucking like mom, let's say. But every time she abuses you, she uses a fucking like this she uses this specific candle that you have on your wall. That's what she brings out every time she abuses you. So you're at a fucking grocery store and someone starts running up to you holding that and you kill them? Is that oh, that's your perceived trauma yeah how, how can you say that they didn't perceive that as a threat
0: because well if you're a sex worker you are having sex for your job yeah, yeah. okay well you can't fucking kill them all and say rape
1: oh well it doesn't sex like, is she your killed job. them all she only killed seven yeah but sex is your job they it seems like maybe they were doing other things a lot of times in those situations okay, you guys well, aren't just
0: looking for sex. Let's let's explain okay. the Johns, okay? <laughs> so Richard Mallory, age 51, was an electronic si- uh store owner and this one Eileen accused of rape and claimed self-defense. Um
1: but like was she sex with like did he pick her up as yeah yeah okay
0: okay yeah. um they all had their drawn's they pick up
1: well no yeah. i understand that but i didn't know if maybe there was yeah. a different situation there
0: okay yeah no there's no situation so mm. she accused him of raping her and claimed self-defense um but mallory had been shot several times Okay. So it was way overkill.
1: hmm.
0: Um and then there was David Spears. Are they all shot? She just
1: yeah. shoots them all? Yeah. Okay.
0: Age forty seven. Uh he's a construction worker. He was declared missing May nineteenth, nineteen ninety. And then on June first, nineteen ninety, his naked body was found shot six times by a twenty two. And then there was... Charles... Car... Carcadian. Um... He was age 40. And he was a part-time rodeo worker. On June 6, 1990, his body was found shot nine times. With a twenty caliber. Body was wrapped in a blanket and badly decomposed. Um... Witnesses saw eileen driving his car and pawning his gun so she wasn't using the same gun in all of them she was using the victim's guns to kill them pretty much i'm guessing because they're all different guns
1: well that makes sense then
0: so like
1: so all of the guys that she was having intercourse with were also carrying guns at the time of the interview.
0: I mean, they might have been, but some of them could have been her too, hers too, you know. But that was a time where everybody had protection. Um, and then the next guy was Peter Siam's, age sixty-five. He was a retired merchant seaman. In June nineteen ninety. Um My birthday He left Florida. He left uh, Jupiter, Florida, for Arkansas, but on July fourth, 1990, his car was found in Orange Springs, Florida. and um, Eileen and Tyra were seen abandoning the car, and Eileen's palm print was found on the door. Um, and his body was never found. But they actually crashed that car into someone's yard, like, some kind of thing in someone's yard, and then just, like, ran away. Okay. Um, so, pretty weird. And then there was Troy Burress, age 50, and he was a sausage salesman. He was reported missing on July 31st, nineteen ninety. And on August 4th, 1990, his body was found in a wooded area along State Road 19 in Marion County, shot two times. So, all the M.O.s are pretty similar. Mm -hmm. So... It's really hard to...
1: It's hard to decipher what's going on there. It's hard to say self-defense. Especially if she didn't say anything. Especially if she
0: wasn't... Well, we'll see. Okay. Well, she... Yeah. Um... Then after that was Charles Humphreys, age 56. And he was a retired U.S. Air Force major. A former child abuse investigator. And a former chief of police. His body was found on September 12th, 1990. He was clothed. Clothed. But he was shot six times in the head and torso. And then. There was Walter Antonio. Age 62. And he was a trucker. On Nova. Uh, In November of 1990, he was found nearly naked near a remote logging road in Dixie County, and he was shot four times. Then, on January 9th, 1991, police arrested Eileen at the Last Resort Bar in Volusia County. I'm probably saying that wrong, but... And then, um, so she was convicted of six murders and was sentenced to six death penalties. So they gave her self-defense on one of the seven kills, but they, they were not having it with the other ones. Um, during the trial, she went crazy she was threatening the judge, screaming at the judge, I hope your wife and kids get raped. Like just going on like being crazy. Batshit crazy. Um Sounds
1: like passion to me.
0: Crazy. But I love her for it. Because um it, it only gets weirder. Uh while she was in prison, Arlene Perelli legally adopted this convicted serial killer (laughs) and yeah yeah
1: wait but how old was she at this time
0: um she was too old to be adopted let's put it that way so
1: how do you legally adopt someone over 18 years old
0: um well i guess you you can but it's very rare um so, and she pretty much did it because she was being a shady bitch and wanted to sell the rights of the story. <sighs> but when Eileen found out, she pretty much cut that bitch out, you okay. know? We'll see you, bye. We'll yeah. See you, bye. Yeah. So, uh, there's many documentaries on Eileen Warren. i have to read There's some on her, documentaries on Eileen Warren is, and Monster, the movie, on her. They're really good. The documentary has, like, the lady who adopted her, do a bunch of talking, and she was just crazy. I don't, I don't get her. Um, and then on October 9th, 2002, Eileen was executed by lethal injection. Uh, she declined her last meal and opted for a cup of coffee. Um. bitch. Yeah, yeah. And then she was, no, I would get I would eat, like, the most disgusting food for my last meal, just so when they killed me, shit went everywhere. Ah!
1: You're funny. That's
0: funny. Um, so, (laughs) so she was actually the 10th woman, the 10th woman in the U.S. and the second in Florida to be executed. And she probably laughed while they were doing it. Well, at least I hope so.
1: (laughs) I'd love to see if any psychologists or anybody went in there and kind of asked her. Because here's my thing, and I'm not defending her, but I am defending her. Here's Here's my issue with it. If she was a sex worker from the age of, what, 15 to whenever she was captured and she only killed seven Johns... Think about how we, many... Jo- they know about. I know, but think about how many Johns you'd have to fucking kill. Think about how many Johns she had to fuck to not only support herself, but her living girlfriend a day, number one, and then not only that, but when you fucking kill someone, you don't get paid for that gig.
0: Ah uh, yeah, you do because you get their whole wallet. But it didn't
1: say that she stole any of their shit. Oh,
0: she definitely did. How it's do you in know? the documentaries. Okay.
1: Well, you didn't mention. You
0: didn't <laughs> I mean, mention I just it. mentioned all the stuff that like Yeah. I mean, I I'm didn't just really saying. think I about think, that. I but, think but like I'm she did. Aileen. She would steal she would steal their wallets and their cars.
1: I feel like I understand and this And then she bitch, would ditch it. I f- Yeah, but I just feel like she was in a position where I mean you what? Know, you've had enough.
0: I mean I get it but that does not give you a right
1: I would just like to, to know if that. if at any point there was any type of reason did they say oh I'm gonna pretend to choke you or was there a reason why didn't she defend herself why didn't she defend herself in court and stuff I'm not saying like obviously if that's what happened she did defend herself by fucking murdering them but why didn't Shh. she defend herself and say why she did it
0: she claimed rape every time. That was so, her that was her defending herself. So
1: was it one of those things where they went about it in a way that she was not comfortable with and they still they now, still pursued it.
0: I give her the first time because like from documentaries and seeing the trial and shit, like the first time definitely probably was rape.
1: Well, then you understand that it absolutely happens
0: i yeah I'm not saying that it doesn't yeah, yeah. I'm not that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's very unlikely for all six of them or all seven of them to be self defense
1: I understand that, but what I'm saying is that seven and out that's of- why
0: she didn't live today because prostitutes
1: okay, can but- claim anything? Here's the thing.
0: If you if you're here's gonna the thing. have
1: that here's my thing though for if work, that's no that's not that's a very priv- privileged statement to make you can't even say that.
0: I mean, yes, you can. Not um, you didn't even let me say what I was gonna say. So how do you know? Go ahead. Like, I, it's I, really hard
1: for you to accept that. Okay, go ahead. To
0: claim rape whenever your job is sex because it's like how can you like where's the line? between... Because
1: here's my thing. I own a fucking I own a fucking jewelry store and I sell jewelry. That's my job. But if somebody comes in there and robs me of my fucking jewelry. That's my job is I sell jewelry. Oh, but you took my jewelry. I sell my vagina. But if you're just going to fucking take it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not okay. If
0: if you you sell sell it it and they're paying for it, how can you say that it's rape?
1: Because you don't know what happened in between.
0: Just like you don't know what happened in between. So, like, it's just, you can't... All I'm
1: saying is that... You that can get
0: away with it, like...
1: If you think You if can you get think away that, with killing okay.
0: someone for one time.
1: Okay, but if you think that seven times of somebody... If you're a sex worker and you're literally putting yourself in that position, I understand what you're saying with that. You're putting yourself in that position daily on the fucking daily multiple times a day you think it doesn't make sense that seven out of probably 500 to a thousand johns raped her you think that's Um, insane i don't think
0: i don't think that that many of that that, makes
1: absolute sense no
0: i don't think she had that many guys like because you're supporting yourself on sex
1: she how much do you think she was killing sex
0: listen (laughs) Shut up and stop defending her, because you can't kill people for rape anyways. Uh,
1: Okay.
0: I get you can kill people. Like, I get you have self-defense if someone's trying to kill you, but if someone's raping you, you're still going to get charged for killing them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Unless it's self-defense.
0: But it's not self-defense if they just rape you and you kill them. Because they're not killing you.
1: That is absolutely self-defense. If someone's trying to stick their dick in you and you kill them, that's absolutely self-defense.
0: Yeah, but you're still going to go to jail for killing.
1: No, you're not. Yes, you are. Because
0: that's not... It's not like they're killing you
1: that's not true at all you need to look up your shit dude if someone's trying to stick their dick inside of me i'm allowed to kill them i will not go to jail if i can prove they were trying i to stick their don't dick
0: in me, think you're right at all
1: uh-uh. it's
0: no. whatever you say whatever you say but murder is murder and you should go to prison no matter <laughs> fucking who you murder like unless someone is coming at you with a weapon a weapon that can kill you Murder is murdering, you should go to prison.
1: Well, what if I'm a woman and a guy's trying to strangle me? They don't have a You weapon.
0: need to get out of your millennial head <laughs> and shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> because it's stupid. <laughs> Whatever you're saying is stupid. Stop defending killers. Okay. I mean, I love the bitch, but stop defending her. <laughs>
1: I think I'm just raising valid questions that I have. These are my brain's questions. I I'm not, and it's not saying that she's it, right. It, it, yeah, I just you think are. These are valid questions to be raised, and other people I'm sure have because opinions about. Because she them. wasn't
0: having sex with many people at the time she was killing them, because she was taking their money and their cars, so she didn't have to.
1: Hmm. Maybe.
0: What do you see? Say- what do you mean, maybe? That was her know. mo. She killed them. She took her the money and cars. What do you mean? I, mean, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know?
1: It's just my opinion, dude.
0: I think Monica needs to fucking become a sex worker to see what the fuck she's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back then, it wasn't like now where you could just fucking cry rape over anything. Back then, they didn't fucking deal with that shit like they do now. So put yourself back then and tell me that that bitch wouldn't fucking go to jail for killing seven people whenever they were not trying to kill her. When they paid her to have sex with her.
1: Here's my thing. If you're a sex worker versus if you have a business, if you have a business, you have a a signed
0: contract. You're still thinking about now. Go back to the 80s. Like, no, you're not, because it wasn't the same then.
1: I understand. People couldn't,
0: a guy couldn't go like that and be accused of rape
1: back then. There's still such a thing as consent, where, okay, yeah, you can put your dick in me, but I'm not putting on this dog collar and letting you fucking beat the shit out of me while you do it. There's a difference between. Okay, but
0: that's not even what was going on. It was literally going to the woods. In a car to have your little car sex, and then she would shoot them and fucking leave. Cool. They would most of the time she wouldn't even have sex with them. She would just shoot them and leave. I don't know. What do you mean you don't? Oh, you need to watch the documentary well, she, because yeah, you're just maybe I you're just way too like up her butt. And thinking that she did, <laughs> she got raped when she didn't. I'm, no,
1: I'm not saying, I'm saying, like, I'm general, like, I'm saying, like, in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, this it, type it, of stuff happens, and it's crazy, because that's. It
0: happens, but, let's put it this way. She's only saying that they, she got raped because she got caught. It's not like she's reporting the rape like normal sex workers would do.
1: And normal sex workers are not going to report a rape, especially in the 80s.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, they would. It, it, like, I mean, you can like, you can, okay? You can go and report it. But if you're going to wait until you kill seven guys yeah, to even bring that up, there's no it. way. I don't trust it. Just watch the documentaries and you won't either.
1: Pro-I-League. <laughs>
0: I mean, I love Eileen. She's my favorite serial killer. But I'm still not going to defend her like you are.
1: I'm just...
0: I fucking hate women. I'm I'm so glad I'm fucking gay. Because women fucking suck.
1: You're not going to get good feedback on that one, buddy. I don't really care.
0: Okay. I don't really care. (laughs) You have, like, no ability to look at anything other than the fact that she killed these guys for raping her and i'm like no like but they didn't even like most of them didn't even have sex there was no like sperm even found on their bodies
1: i don't have enough information to make a a factual statement i'm just giving you my opinion with the information that you've given me
0: that's the information i got but I've watched all the documentaries. So you
1: have a different opinion because you've yeah. seen more. So go watch
0: should. them. Okay. And then you won't, well, you'll probably still defend her because woman power, stick together, so like whatever. <laughs> 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 I not
1: handle it. This is my life. All right. Love you guys.
0: Bye. <laughs>